Well, here we are again. The South Carolina Senate fails to advance the Human Life Protection Act, and it is not because there are a lot of liberals in the Senate. We'll discuss, well, actually, maybe there are. We'll discuss it all today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. It is as we had feared. The South Carolina Senate fails to advance the Human Life Protection Act. Welcome in to the Palmetto Family Matters Show. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser here with you, breaking down the things that happened inside the South Carolina Senate this week. And we go to our friends first, Mitch, at the Post and Courier, headlined by Shauna Adcox. Senators defeat latest push to ban nearly all abortions in SC, ending possibility for 2023. The latest push to outlaw nearly all abortions in South Carolina is over for the year, as senators who oppose a ban from conception stood their ground and scuttled the bill. Senators voted 22-21 to 21 on April 27th to continue the measure, which means it can't be taken up again until next year inside the Senate. And Senate Majority Leader Shane Massey made clear there's no appetite in the Senate to make another doomed attempt in 2024 for a bill with limited exceptions to an all-out ban. This bill, of course, was passed in the House in February. It is a bill that allows abortions for women who are victims of rape or incest through 12 weeks, also to save the life of the mother, as well as uh, a f- baby with a fatal fetal anomaly, right. if I can get the wording right there. In September, Shane Massey said this, and he said it again, quote, the Senate does not have the votes to pass a ban before six weeks. Quote, I'm disappointed, but not surprised, said Massey. Quote, we gave it our best shot. It's up to the House now. Now, I, if you remember back in September of last year, I sat on and this very table in this very seat and called by name specific Republican senators who efforted to kill a bill similar to this one. I will not do that today. Because, well, I don't think it's really necessary. They However, haven't, they haven't changed. Yes, they hasn't changed. So what's the point? However, I just want to make the point that when you openly mock and castigate the faith of millions of Ameri- of, of South Carolinians, South when you use children who are in moments of crisis that need to be adopted as pawns in your political game. And when you stand up and literally in the middle of your question say, I didn't think this through, perhaps, perhaps you're on the wrong side of the issue. Just perhaps. The problem now, Mitch, what we face, after that's my that's my best Tucker Carlson version of a monologue, <laughs> the, the situation we're in, we have talked about ad nauseum for the better part of a year now. South Carolina is an abortion vacation destination. Abortions are legal through 22 weeks in South Carolina. Both Georgia and Florida have a heartbeat bill. If we do a little bit of research, I believe Tennessee has an outright ban, as does Alabama, I think close to it, and so does Mississippi. Right. We're the, I think North Carolina is 15. Yeah, we'll, we are, and we'll get to, we'll get yeah. to southeastern uh, yeah. laws at the end. We're, we're extremely liberal in this sense, which is a uh, yeah. bad thing. Yeah. Anything liberal is bad, in my opinion. But we, we have a problem now. Where it appears Miss Adcox makes it very clear that this is done. Yeah. This is done. There are six 
legislative days remaining. Signing day, I believe, is May 12th. So we're, we're up against the clock if, if anything's going to happen. Let me go backwards for just a couple minutes. Um, if you're just tuning in, if you haven't gotten our emails, if you d- didn't know what, if you, if you, if you didn't know what I was saying, if you haven't, if you haven't uh, been paying attention and no, no offense or anything like that, but Here's what happened Tuesday through Thursday. Um, uh, the Human Life Protection Act that the House passed uh, overwhelmingly. Uh, bipartisanly. Bipartisanly. This passed, um, or not this passed, earlier in the session yeah, was heard. Uh, and thank you to the leadership of Senator Massey and others who held the line and tried to get this through. Um, but they over and over again uh, told people, including the pro-life community and pro-life leaders like Palmetto Family and South Carolina Citizens for Life, Catholic Diocese of Charleston, Alliance Defending Freedom, Southern Baptist Convention, uh, and the list keeps going on and on. And I know I left people off, but the One Message Partnership, our, our pregnancy centers, Concerned Women for America, I'm, I'm the Christian Chamber of Commerce, all these people said, we just don't have the votes. We don't have the votes. And there were this, there is this block of six, six Republican uh, senators who are Republicans, um, but they are uh, opposed to anything more um, than a ban. And I'll, I'll say it this way. I, I don't like the term ban i think it's protection of the pre-born they don't like anything other than uh protection of the pre-born from six weeks and beyond so the human life protection act which protected the pre-born at a clinically detectable pregnancy was a bridge too far for them and they decided that was uh something they were not going to support uh come hell or high water um, there were a series of cloture votes, as we said on a previous uh, two previous podcasts. A cloture vote basically is a vote to end debate on uh, an issue or kill a filibuster. Six Republicans decided that they weren't going to do that. One on principle, uh, because he would never vote for a, a, a filibuster killer vote, uh, cloture vote. However, the other five did it on the account that they were not going to support the bill whatsoever and wanted the debate to continue. Um, Justin's right. Some of the vitriol we heard and and uh, the progressive republic from the pro- progressive Republicans. Um, and I'm going to be very careful in what I say here um, because I think I think some of it uh, cannot be repeated by us. Um, <laughs> some of it would be what some would consider vile. Um but I will give you a, a few of the things that I heard. You you said some of yours. Um, the gold standard of the personhood or pro-life movement. Now, you need to understand something. The gold standard is saving lives of pre-born children. Let me say How that one you. more time How just clearly because I think the narrative has been hijacked by multiple parties the gold standard of the pro-life community is saving the lives of innocent, voiceless, preborn children, not fetuses, not amorphous clumps or clusters of cells, children. From one amorphous clump of cells to another, I think this argument that they tout is ridiculous. So this gold standard is to save the lives of of children. Mm-hmm. By the way, half of those children are women. Ah. Careful. I'll get to that you're in a making, second. You're making, a, you're making a valid logical point. That's don't, not acceptable don't, in South Carolina Senate. Don't bring facts into a feelings fight. Correct. Um, don't preach. This was another oh, one. Don't yeah. preach at me. Yes. 
And How dare don't you? bring your Bible into this chamber. For because all of separation you that, of church and state says a sitting South Carolina senator. Hashtag false. Um, it, it, it's mind-boggling to me that we have senators who are senators in the deliberative body. They're not. They're who deliberately tout, something. Who would tout the separation of church and state as a reason why people's convictions and deeply held faith and religious beliefs should be checked at the door. I got a question for that specific senator. Perhaps I should drive down to Charleston to ask them. What is the separation of church and state? And also, if I'm not allowed to hold to my religious dogma, then why are you allowed to hold to yours? Now, and that's where your sacrament is abortion. That's where I'll go with this. I take the Lord's table. You take I'm, abortion. I'm I, going back confused. to Friday night, uh, last Friday night. Yes. Uh, not Rebecca, Rebecca Black or anything yeah, like that. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, wow, that was a throwback. Yeah, sorry. Um, Friday. Put back to middle school. Tucker Carlson. Got to get down. On is Friday. fired. He is. Yes, he was. He was if, summarily ish, fired. He's fired on Saturday, probably. But the reason he he's came fired out on Monday, yeah. The reason he's fired, it's too Christian, is because of the statements he makes <laughs> in a speech on a Friday night, when he accurately tells twenty five hundred, twenty four hundred ninety nine of my closest friends at the Heritage's fiftieth anniversary gala <laughs> that this is not a political issue. No, Boy, not. this sounds familiar, Justin. It's not a political issue. He also we've called it child sacrifice. He did. Um, <laughs> Which I, he's also said on the air. We've said this before. These are not political issues. Saving preborn children's lives is not a political issue. It's a theological issue. There is no yes. common good served by killing preborn children. Yes, there is. For some, there is. And the common good for them is I don't have to deal with this anymore. Uh, oh, oh. The so. common good is this is this tumor growing inside of me, this thing that is leaching off of my but body. I The bodily here's autonomy the argument. argument. Here's the okay. argument. The argument, and I'm just going to be frank with you today because, honestly, I'm just tired. Um, <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. The, the, the argument here is I should be able to have sexual intercourse with whomever I want, whenever, whenever I want, sacri- or, uh, Sorry, consequences be darned, don't expect me to sacrifice my pleasure and my happiness for the sake of the con- – and yes, it is a consequence because there's cause and effect, and the whole point, the whole purpose – yeah, I, I, of the action yeah. is to bring about children. I don't know that it's a negative con- consequence no, in any way, shape, or form. it's not a negative consequence, but it the, is a consequence. If you, if you, if you participate in po- procreative activity, reproduction, and, if you will, uh, and and um and don't expect at some point whether you use the law of averages works out whether you use uh as one contraception contraceptives, which we're not. Let me say this again: we're not banning banned in the bill. For those that would help to read it, have thought it through a <laughs> little bit more. Must be tough to be a senator and not be able to read. Uh, mm, okay, uh, don't preach. Bill. Don't preach. Well, <laughs> I don't know that you sharing your deeply seated faith beliefs is any different than me or any other senator in sure. that room sharing theirs. Well, so, I, I, turnabout's fair. Yeah, you don't preach, and <sighs> and then one more, one more, and I'm not even going to get to. Uh, some of the ones you mentioned, I, sure. I just can't. Yeah, um, it, it, it hurts my heart because it's a it's it's a scary line that we walk there. 
Um, the whole idea of, well, maybe they shouldn't have even been born because we can't take care of the ones we got. Which is a terrible argument. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's dangerous. It's, it's disgusting. It's dangerous. Well, well, it's the whole point. We're, so we're driving to a to The a other one here. that I heard was, uh, was men can't make decisions about women. Only women can make decisions. Fine. And a male-dominated society, the chamber is filled with men. And, and so it's this constant division about women... And men, by the way, I, I, I didn't even know that we n- knew what women were. Well, well, I, I'm well, tongue-in-cheek well, there. No, 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 it's not, because we only use the binary concept of gender when it's convenient when it, when it to a political argument. And you know, No, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. And there's some quotes in this Washington Post piece, because democracy dies in darkness, that I want to get to. Because it, it's this ridiculous notion... I, I, this Senate, this, we have an all-male Supreme Court now. Okay. Yeah. And there were two. There were two women up for the uh, for the spot, and they didn't have the votes, and so they dropped out. But that's because it's a male-dominated there's patriarchal only, there's society. Only, there's and, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. There was a female governor of this state. There's a female lieutenant governor. There's of a this female state. vice president. It, there's just a, stop. There are how many women on the on the on the federal Supreme Court? Three, three of the nine. Am I crazy? Kagan, Sotomayor, Katanji Brown-Jackson, four. four. Amy Coney Barrett. I'm missing the best one. So the point we have, this isn't a patriarchal-dominated society, men cramping down. It's the Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale is a ridiculous piece of fiction made into a television show. But they want to control your eggs, Justin. Not yours, but... (laughs) Somebody whose family members do have chickens, I mean, I do understand. this, This is the thing. This is the thing. When you say that men cannot make decisions about women and women's issues, I'm sorry, just real quick, help help me, help me. Um, half of the babies born are, or half of the babies that are aborted are women, women which means the other half are men. Got it. Uh, well, maybe. They haven't decided yet. And help me, how many women are in the South Carolina Senate? Five. Five? Run better candidates. If you want more women in the Senate, I promise you, South Carolinians have no problem with voting for women. Lexington County, Ruby Red, has a female senator. No one cares about gender because outside of your little bubble, no one actually cares about immutable characteristics. It's a a talking point. It's something to be be exploited. And I I just don't have time for it. So let's keep moving. So in this Washington Post piece, in a lengthy and often impassioned speeches on the South Carolina Senate floor, the state's five female senators decried what would have been a to- near-total ban on abortion. Uh, one senator, Senator Sandy Sen, Republican from Charleston, likened the implications to the dystopian novel Handmaid's Tale. Quote, abortion laws have always been, each and every one of them, about control, plain and simple. And in the Senate, the males have all the control, end quote. Uh, we go further no, here. Uh, no, and I, I have to stop. Once again, I will not let the narrative be hijacked. The messaging is very clear. Abortion laws, pro-life bills, are about saving innocent, voiceless preborn children. Continue. South Carolina State Senator Katrina Sheely, Republican of Lexington, blasted the plastic spines that were sent to several senators. Which was ridiculous the for them worst, to be sent. As the worst example of lobbying... One I would agree. argue one would argue those those plastic spines went a long way in this debate. Quote, I've got one blank of a spine already, but now I've got another backup. 
uh, we continue on here. Here's an interesting quote I've got from a specific senator from Richland. Quote, The total ban that's being debated here today clearly places the rights of a fetus over the rights of women and girls who will be forced by our male-dominated legislature to carry that fetus to term. Mitch, do you know what the definition of fetus is? it's Latin. It's Latin for offspring. Mm. Synonymous with embryo. An offspring of a human or other mammal in the stages of prenatal Mm -hmm. development that follow the embryonic stage in humans taken as beginning eight weeks after conception. So... So, so so let me read I'm going to reread the senator from Richland's statement. The total ban that's being debated here today clearly places the rights of an offspring or child over the rights of the women and girls who will be forced by our male dominated legislature to carry that offspring or child to term. Stop using ridiculous words like zygote and fetus to an embryo. When we know what it is, science has proven. It's spelled it but out. They're, but they're counting on people not to know what it is, thus trying, attempting to hijack the narrative. To be blunt, she continues, oh. the majority has no frame of reference. The majority here has no frame of reference, Mitchell. You don't know what it means. There's only five of us in this body who have actually given birth. Okay, so to that point then. So to that point. Because I discussed this last September, I was told from the Senate floor that that's that the Senate shouldn't debate issues of life and death. Hmm. Which, by the way, means we shouldn't have laws for seatbelts, helmets, stuff like that. Now I'm being told that because I'm a man and I have never given birth to a child, I have no room in this space. None. None. My opinion doesn't matter. As a as a person born in these United States of America, by God's grace and given the freedom and liberty that is that is promised and granted to us in our posterity, and born in South Carolina, by the way, the greatest state in the Union outside of this issue, because I haven't given birth to a child, and I never can, by the way, because I'm a man, I don't have the right to debate abortion. I don't have the right to work to enact laws to restrict abortion. Only women can do that. And by the way, um, our pro-life coalition, the One Message Partnership. Majority women. A lot of women. Overwhelmingly women. Um, <laughs> it's just saying. Yeah, and so I think it's awfully, awfully unfair for someone to say that men have no space in this when there are women. But also women have no space in it if they disagree with me. Mm, yeah, okay. So That's from it, the Washington Post. Boy, boy, it sounds to me like this is a uh, um, n- not necessarily a now. Yeah, it, yeah let's now. It, now let's just I, keep I, I'll I'll keep moving because we want to. We want to. I don't want to dwell too long on this. Honestly, I don't have time for certain people, and I'm giving them the space right now by reading their quotes and telling you what they said. Because odds are, you have more important things to do than watch Senate debates on bills. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. <laughs> To watch these and want to gouge our eyes out with a rusty spoon, um, and 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 deal with all of this. So then we can relay that to you. That's our job. That's our job. So we're impassioned about this because we've been stewing in this for the past week. I want to give you one more thing. This is a Fox News poll that just came out uh, today, in fact, uh, or last night at six o'clock. Talks is a Fox News poll that talks about the Supreme Court, but then we get into abortion. Because here's what you, here's here's what you hear. You ready for this? Yeah, this is this is what you hear. 
Well, uh, you know, actually, uh, Justin, uh, what's interesting about this is, is actually the majority of Americans actually support the access to abortion, and the majority, the majority of Americans actually don't support a complete and total ban on abortion. The, the majority of Americans don't even support a six-week ban. The, the, major, the majority of Americans actually support a 15-week ban, because 15-week bans are more in line with, with, with Americans' values, because they understand that women have... Let me give you the numbers. According to this Fox News poll, with a plus or minus of about three percentage points... 56% of Americans polled believe abortion should be legal either all of the time or most of the time, while 43% say it should be illegal in certain circumstances or always. Uh, this is down 1% from a high in September. By the way, last June, the number was 51%, and then the Dobbs decision happened. Um, and that sort of swung some things. So this is what you'll hear. Well, you know, actually, Mitch and Justin, uh, the, the 56% of Americans actually believe that abortion should be legal. I don't care. You you ready? You ready for this one? Right and wrong is not determined by a poll. Well, right and wrong is not determined by interviewing people via landline or cell phones. You're, you're, right and wrong is not determined by statistical analysis. Your southern grandmama might have said it this way. If everybody's jumping off a bridge, does that mean you need to jump off too? It's true. It's true. No, it, I, I always came back with something smart aleck like, well, if there's <laughs> deep enough water at the bottom. Um, but the problem is, is we're dealing with about two inches of water at the bottom of this bridge, and people are... People Stan, are dying. Listen, I, I have an admonition for you today. Maybe an exhortation. I don't know. Uh, exhortation is not my spiritual gift, I don't think. But <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a shot. My spiritual gift might be pessimism, actually. Uh, the, what, here's what no. here's here's what I would here's what I would here's what I would I would I would give to you based on that polling data that I choose to not really care about. Stand firm, and to the senators. And to the senators who stood firm thank you. in this debate, thank you. Thank you. I beat you to it. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Just thank you. We'll both say it. Thank you. Yep. Gracias. It, it is difficult. It is difficult to stand and take the slings and the arrows. And you know what? Really quickly, I reached out to his office earlier this week. Thank you to Shane Matt, Senator Shane yes. Massey. Yes. When he introduced this bill, I yep. think he was at the I think he was at the well for Gosh, maybe an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, slings, arrows, rocks, anything they could throw at him, they were doing it. And if you're standing for, listen, this is hard to comprehend. Mm -hmm. But as our society gets more progressive, and our as our society gets more intellectual, we become more stupid. <laughs> and so, it's hard to stand for life. It's it's hard. It's not supposed to be easy. Well, actually, one would argue that with a supermajority, this debate should have been easy, but it wasn't. It takes gumption. It takes other things to stand at the well that I'm not going to say. So, thank you for yeah. standing for life. So, here's where we are uh, currently. Uh, and Encourage the people. Yeah, that's right. Encourage them. Um, the bill was voted to be continued. Uh, to be continued. That just sounds... To be continued. Uh, which basically means... Um, a motion to continue moves. I'm I'm reading this because I want to get it right. A motion to continue a bill, uh, or a motion to continue moves a bill. Words are hard sometimes. <laughs> into the next legislative session while retaining its place on the Senate calendar. So basically, it goes like a uh, head of cabbage to a doctor rot and die. Yes, I was about to say this. This means they're not going to touch. A it. motion to uh, if they would have recommitted the bill 
That means it goes back to the committee from which it came. Um, the bill loses its place on the calendar. So, in effect, this bill could come back up in the next half, next year, as a vehicle to move pro-life what legislation. Also, what also is happening in 2024, Mitch? Um, general or primary and general elections for you, all. Would this, would this, in your opinion, and I'm not setting you up, would this be a would this be a subject matter that the Senate would like to take up in an election year? Probably not. Probably is there, not. Okay, so I'm the viewer at home. Isn't there another piece of pro-life legislation? There is, and that's what I want to get to now. Where are we going? We are, we know where, <laughs> where we, are we going? where are we going? We know where we are now. Human life. My car. <laughs> dude, uh, where's your car, dude? Uh, wow. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. The, the yeah. All right. High school called. There's um, another. There's another bill. In there's, the, thank in the you. House. Yeah. There Just we go. It, Got yeah. it back. All right. Get you back here. We know where we are now. The Human Life Protection Act has been continued by the Senate. Uh, yeah. Where we are now, there is another piece of pro-life legislation, and it is the Senate's bill that they sent to the House earlier in the session as well. It is um, the fatal fetal heartbeat bill. It has been changed in some ways from the original heartbeat bill that the South Carolina Supreme Court erroneously found unconstitutional mm-hmm. due to a right of privacy found within the state constitution. They misused the right of privacy to uh, to to strike down the heartbeat bill. Um, there are things in the heartbeat bill that need to be amended there are certain areas and i won't get into all those specifics today but there are there uh there is space in the heartbeat bill for some amendments um and the question now becomes with the heartbeat bill as it is and as it could be given if the house brings it up and that's the other thing that we need to talk about here in just a second is the timeline of all this if the House amends the bill, would the Senate even take it back and approve the House's um, amendments? The, the timeline for this is six legislative days. Signy die, the end of this half of the legislative session, is at 5 o'clock on May the 11th. 5 o'clock p.m. on May the 11th. The hanky will drop. The, the, the cloth will drop, and both, oh, the hanky. Cham- the, both chambers will... Close. They will shut down. Papers will fly. People will <laughs> cry. People will throw up their graduation caps. And people will go across the street to eat a, eat a steak at Halls. Um, That's what they do at Halls? They eat a steak? Eat steak at Halls. Um, the asparagus is amazing. I love um, a good asparagus. Yes. So we've got six legislative days if anything is going to happen. And, and I say that carefully. If anything's going to happen, it has to happen within the next six, six legislative days. There is no doubt that the House would have to amend the Senate's bill. To what extent and whether the Senate would be accepting of that or not is still a giant looming question mark, and it, it, we're, we're going to be tracking that in the days to come. Once again, there are six days left in this legislative session, and there are a myriad of other important issues that still need to be taken up by both the House and the Senate in the next six legislative days. And if you're not familiar, once again, the legislative schedule 
most weeks works Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So you're going to get Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week, if you're listening to this on Monday this week, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the 9th, 10th, and 11th of May. Once again, the South Carolina General Assembly session for this half of the session will end on May the 11th at 5 p.m. So time is short. The, and and this is a very narrow window. The House may or may not take up the Senate's bill. We are encouraging people to take the best bill that they can at the time and support that. Whether the House takes it up this year or we wait over the summer, um, I will say this. Right now, as we said at the top of the show, Yep. South Carolina is an abortion destination state. Yep. The only difference between ours and North Carolina's bill, ours is a 22-week ban, let me say it this way, a 22-week protection for babies and mommies' tummies. The only difference between our bill and North Carolina's is that theirs, believe it or not, has a longer waiting period. Theirs is a three-day or 72-hour informed What is ours, 24, 48? Ours is 24 hours. So you can go in, ask for an abortion, and then 24 hours later, you can go in and either get pills or have a surgical procedure to have an abortion. Up to 22 weeks. That's five months. Five and a half months. That equates... To 12,000 abortions. Now, as we've said over and over and over again, I'm not getting blue in the face just yet, but we've said it a lot with the passage of Florida's heartbeat bill. Naturally, more abortions will take place in South Carolina because it's a two and a half hour drive from Jacksonville up to Charleston, and the Charleston Planned Parenthood will more than willingly open their arms to. Ladies, women, birthing people from Florida who choose to have an abortion between six and 22 weeks. As we close, I I just felt that I needed to Google this. You can have an abortion up to five and a half months in South Carolina. And I'm looking... Uh, what a baby looks like at five months. It, it's a fully full, dis- full, full disclosure. Full disclosure. Uh, I'll be welcoming a new niece or nephew into my family in August. So, Mama is five months along. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand outside of talking points how you can tell me that this isn't a human being. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I now the the viability argument is an argument that will be made, and that's fine. Let's just start going and stabbing people in the head who are in comas at that point. It's it, it's it, a human being. It's a human being. I'm I am looking at a picture of a human being. By the way, in this time frame, you can find out whether that baby is a boy or a girl. Which again, if you don't believe personhood begins at conception, then shouldn't personhood begin at five months when you know if it's a boy or a girl? Like just common like just track with me here on the logic so don't bring sober facts and sobering uh, people uh, now senators they're calling, are calling they're me calling to, in. to get mad at me uh when you look at when you look at these specific situations and when you look at the actual facts of the case i'll put it that way as we prepare for the attorney general alan wilson to be joining us for an interview uh when you look at the facts 
you understand that these are children, that these are human lives. And in South Carolina, regardless of what happens inside the South Carolina Senate, you can trust that we at Palmetto Family are going to continue to do everything we can to fight for life and stand for life in South Carolina. It doesn't end with the lack of a Senate vote. It doesn't end with senators saying, no, we don't want to go further in protecting human life. Because you know what? That's fine. If you don't want to go further in protecting human life, that's fine. That's fine. I'll either change your mind or I'll change the person who sits in your seat. It's, and, and I understand what Justin's saying. It, it's not fine that they did this, but it's, it, it, he's saying, you know, we're... That's fine. There will so be... You, you, stand, you stand for as much freedom as I have to stand for my convictions. You have the right to stand for your convictions. And while your convictions are wrong, and while I believe you're scientifically you're wrong, morally you're wrong, religiously you're wrong, ethically you're wrong, I believe you're wrong on every front. And, that's, and, and again, in America, you have the right to be wrong. <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of this place. Just understand that... You're wrong in the infinite here. Votes have consequences. Votes have consequences. And at Palmetto Family, we are going to commit to doing everything we can to make sure we fight for family values in South Carolina. And that most importantly includes the fact that babies have the right to live in South Carolina beyond the time of gestation in their mother. Babies have the right to be born. Period. And this isn't an affront against women. This isn't because I hate women. I'm married to one. So I I don't hate women. I love life. And I believe life is a wonderful thing. Thank God my mother decided that I should be born. And yours did too. Yeah. Every Ronald Reagan, the greatest president of all time, delivers a great line. It's interesting that that every person who touts abortion has already been born. Yeah. And so as we move forward in these last two weeks of this half of the legislative session, we're going to continue to work. And we're going to continue to provide you the information you need to understand what's going on, why it matters, and certainly what the Bible says about it and what you can do about it. We're going to continue to fight and stand for life in South Carolina. And we encourage every single legislator, lawmaker, representative, senator, governor to do the same. That's what we want in South Carolina. We want South Carolina to be a place where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive, and life is cherished. How about that? So interesting. That's all the time we have on this edition of the Palmetto Family Matters Show. We appreciate you joining us here on a Friday after a long and busy week and a week that didn't cut a lot of the ways we wanted it to go, but that's okay because uh, God is good and uh, grace abounds and yep. we get the grace we need that is sufficient for the day not for tomorrow but for today and so for today for mitch prosser i'm justin hall thank you so much like comments share subscribe click that five-star rating review do whatever you need let your family and friends know about this show follow us on instagram facebook and twitter make sure to go to our website get into our email newsletter make sure you download the palmetto family council app that's where the action alerts were really flowing this week and on our email newsletters as well make sure you get plugged in and connected and of course midlands gives is coming up next week we do have a matching grant with that we have a matching gift every gift up to $2,500 will be matched so your $10 is actually $20 your 50 is actually 100 if you choose to sow the seed of 500 gosh that was probably a bad term to use then it'll be a thousand so if you would if you want to invest in the work we're doing at Palmetto Family please go to Midlands Gives and search Palmetto Family and give through that Midlands Gives Day is coming up on May the 2nd and we thank you for your investment in the work that God is doing 
in South Carolina and using Palmetto Family as the vehicle to do that. That's all for the show today. We thank you for watching the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters Show.